So, uh, how are you doing everybody? This is another episode from POEP Podcast. And this time we have uh, Max for the second time. Thank you, Max, for joining us. Hello, hello. And uh, how is the quarantine treating you? <laughs> actually, actually, today I had like a freaking five hours walk uh, from Shimokitasawa along the Meguro five River to the hours? Tokyo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> and my my feet still hurt and I'm a little bit sunburned but it was nice I mean today I went uh, out with my family and it was the first time in more than a more than maybe two months that mm -hmm. I walk over 10,000 steps <laughs> okay every day wow. I think I, I walked like 500 steps that's it because I'm just staying at home okay. so I, I enjoyed today Right, same finally, here. Kind yeah, of. I was like, "Fucking finally!" Yeah. yeah, sorry about saying the f word, but yeah, that's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to be talking about. Uh, I, I hope it's interesting. Um, I, I call it universe YouTube University, because mm. basically everybody could learn everything and anything from YouTube nowadays. Uh, especially if you were into arts, there are like thousands, if not, I don't know if I can say millions, but definitely thousands of artists on YouTube teaching all kinds of, uh, material, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, especially for photography. If I'm talking about photography, like this is what I think I've learned the most. So what do you think you coming back from an like you studied actually you studied uh, photography right uh, yes yes more yeah. or less uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, you 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 went to college for this kind of art right yeah it, it what i described uh, in, in the last episode this dual system thing where you have like uh, half of the month you're studying and the other half of the month you're actually working uh, in a at a company or for a photo studio mm -hmm. so it, it it's stretched in into 3 years uh. mm -hmm. but still like you you have some I, I could I cannot say scientific, but you have an academic background Dude, to this art. We have right? mathematics where we uh, calculated <laughs> how to produce a, a lens. You know, like I I, I should know all mm. all the ingredients, all the items, all the all the parts of a lens, and how co to construct it in theory. Nice. I should. Nice. I, I, I don't. You know, like just <laughs> I, I was sleeping. Anymore, I was but... very sleepy in that in that lessons, but uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. And like as part of it, right? So just, now, just I, like whenever a new lens is. Uh... Like, do you go to these uh, rumor websites like Canon Rumors or Sony Rumors or? Not like at all. I I do because I'm I'm so into gear and I just check like I, I like to know about the gear before it even drops down. So I'm I'm, I'm I always go to these websites and then when they describe lenses, uh, they they show the design of the lens or like uh, how many elements does it have? How yeah, many yeah, concave yeah. and like convex like uh, parts mm. does it have? So. I I I the the thing that I know is that there are lenses inside in there. Some of them are concave and some of them are convex. That's all I know. So <laughs> that's that's where it starts. So that's the first that, that, sentence of the teacher before it starts. Right. <laughs> so I I don't know how, how difficult was it. Like was that a difficult uh, Do, subject? Yes. I I mean I mean uh, they 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 based on on the shape on the on the. Um, 
how can I say, the the lens itself, how it's polished and how it's curved, um, which glass you use, mm. you can. Um, is it an English word? Pa parable uh, calculations about how you need to combine the lenses to send the light in the right direction. Kind mm -hmm. of their mathematical, uh, yeah, calculations for that, right? Yeah. But uh, actually, it's 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 so theoretical. As long as you're not actually producing this lens, as long as you're not having those parts in your hand and and you need to construct it, it's 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 just like like very. How can I say it was not there and I was not there again. I have to say this is like one of the classes I was like, even physically I was there, I was missing it. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I mean, this is the type of thing that I don't know, you put on paper and then unless you actually do it, you cannot really grasp it by yourself, right? Yeah, I mean that. That's why it's uh, not necessary right now at all, <laughs> because I cannot <laughs> report about it. Yeah. But uh, that brings me automatically to this uh, YouTube school idea, because mm. I was learning it in theory, but I never really did it. That means I cannot do it. Mm. And if, of course, like uh, on, on YouTube, you can watch a tutorial for everything. Yeah, my teacher was also back in time uh, the tutorial <laughs> the, mm -hmm. how to how to uh, calculate a lens. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, in the end, I was not into it, and I was not like uh, practicing, so I did not learn it at all. Right. So the motivation maybe, but you can learn everything on YouTube. Yes and no. It really depends on on the on the topic. You know, like editing topics, for example, if you have like, an, if you watch a Photoshop tutorial yeah. about dodge and burn, for example, right? That's mm. a, everybody knows this topic. And uh, like, unless you try it yourself, you're not going to know it, right? Of course. But the, the next step is like those, those YouTubers, they show you maybe this one way for dodge and burn, and mm. you can copy this one way, right? This is actually good. This is nice. You learn something with it. You learn at least how to use a few Photoshop um, tools. But um, as long as you don't understand why you use them in an artistical way and um, mm. what they are actually doing, uh, for example, what, what, is a, what is a curve, right? What is the curve doing? Is mm. it like just brightness and darkness and a little bit gray tones in between? But what does it mean? Is it like about uh, line pairs per millimeter or is it about what we're talking about. So what I mean is, mm. if you if you follow this one dodge and burn way, he's like doing it, but you're not quite um, aware of there's so many other ways follow or lead to the same goal. Mm. So to an interesting dodge and burn tool you can use in Photoshop, yeah. then you did not completely understand it, right? So it can help, I think, but you cannot become um, professional by just coping the the how can I say that, that this one way a specific YouTuber is doing? Of course, you can copy him, but in, in that moment, maybe you did not learn for yourself, you did not understand, you did not express also in I mean, terms of this editing. Is, this is how can it depends on the the one that is learning the 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 listener, right? So of, yeah, of course, course, of course, course, if you if you just learn from one guy and learn this one trick. And that's it. <laughs> so you become a what, what do you call it? Like one monkey dog? What one 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 trick one trick 
I forgot one trick. Dog Another or... brick in the wall. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like an uh, an I don't I I totally forgot what like what the expression, but it's an animal that knows only one trick, right? Mm-hmm. And and that is basically not so entertaining. So definitely, if you're even watching, if you if you learn anything, you need to take it from different sources, right? You need to know as much as possible about this certain subject. So you would be able to master it, and yeah, yeah, and definitely, is, if you learn, if you just learn a tool, then you need to understand what to use it for, not just to, like, be a, a parrot that, <laughs> you know, just repeats things that he heard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, totally. Of course, if you have more sources, which YouTube definitely offers, mm. then of course you can can create your own thing out of it. Mm. But again, it brings me to the point who is viewing it if the if the person who is watching the video has a, a a knowledge and an idea where it should go just needs an extra help about maybe the tools or maybe yeah an an, an extra inspiration then it's fine but if the future photographer which is in my case I don't want to say Instagram is the worst thing on earth but <laughs> I would call him a typical Instagram photographer who is like working with Instagram filters <laughs> and I mean, this yeah. from this point if you just like okay this Instagram filter is not perfect for my picture how can I change it a little bit this person is basically satisfied by seeing just one video of one person showing mm. one way how to do something which is like really necessary in this personal case but mm. everything else around it is not interesting so you will not uh, really learn deep the deep material you know mm, yeah i mean th- this is it so how committed are you <laughs> is, is a very, yeah or, is or a very how good... you're forced to learn right like if, if you if you have to study it you you're forced to listen about uh, classes about how a lens got produced for example Mm. (laughs) i mean yeah like uh how can i say you need to nothing comes easy right (laughs) so if you want to learn something you you have to kind of suffer for it maybe by listening to a boring lecture or just sit out sit like sit on your ass and just hear uh many youtubers talking about shit that maybe doesn't concern you or maybe you don't like their style but if there's something to learn but you just have to wait through it and look for the information that helps you right yeah of course yeah. uh yeah so uh what is the thing that you think that you've learned uh at, at this uh, program that you think uh, it will like people learning or watching youtube will not be able to obtain if there's only one thing that you can think of if you have many of course you can <laughs> like just tell us you mean what what they cannot learn or what they can learn cannot uh, or, you think like no ah, they okay. cannot uh, do in, that interaction like the interaction the the, the uh, verbal interaction with everybody on a set so on a on a um, real shooting situation if we could talk about shooting editing is something totally different right editing is like you mm. do it alone maybe you do it like with with like an art director and and you write tons of emails but in in the end you're doing it alone mm-hmm. but what you not learn on youtube what you will never learn is like how to 
how to manage this shooting, right? I mean, maybe there are some people with GoPros on their hats uh, and you can follow them in that in, into their world. But I think <laughs> many of those uh, pros are maybe semi-pros in terms of they know one thing specifically and they're very good in it. And that's why they also like, I don't know, a mixture about professional photographer or influencer or something. But, um, or let's say it in different words. There's like a famous German photographer. He's now living in America and... Um, I think he did. He, he became famous with shooting the very nice pictures um, of the World Cup, of the soccer or football World Cup uh, in, in in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And um, nowadays, he's a lot of doing like a lot of social media. He's like producing his own clothes, his own merch, and and and, and selling it. And um, he said some very wise words long time ago in an, in an interview and he said like basically what I'm doing or he's saying it more often but in this interview I hear it the first time he said like hmm. everything what I'm doing everything else can also do so that shows how honest he is in that moment mm -hmm. but um, what makes what brings him into this position is constantly um, achieving goals and to to kind of not perfectionism is the wrong word but you know like if you have this one idea you you follow this idea till until the very end you you you're how can i say obsessed of mm, yeah. finishing this one idea yeah and for this you need of course you need the basic knowledge you can also watch a youtube video and copy that and and, and use this knowledge for for achieving this goal But this is one part, like, be very into that, very stubborn, kind of. Mm -hmm. And and the other thing is, like, just luck and, and connections. And this is where the, the social interaction starts, where you will definitely not learn anything from any, let's say, YouTube or, or, or external um, information, right? Mm -hmm. It's something you have to experience by yourself. Yeah, totally. I, 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 I totally agree on that, on that point. Yeah. Uh, I mean interaction just uh i don't know like you said on a set or i don't know like uh, just discussing photography or discussing discussing your art i think especially for people who do it all from learning on youtube or from social media i think that's a very it's a very lonely road that you walk in And uh, if if you're lucky and you're able to find, uh, uh, how can I say, the same say like like-minded people online, mm -hmm, then you're mm -hmm. one 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 of the lucky ones. You'll be one of the <laughs> of the lucky ones that could do that. But, yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought yeah, this is like I never thought of it this way, but I, I agree with you on this. Um, yeah, I mean, imagine, is there any any serious, uh, let's say, photographer platform where, um, of course, people help each other and, and, and people, um, how can I say, connect, like connections uh, are good. So if I can, I'm not able to do a specific job as like, uh, let's say, for example, they need a musician. I know a musician, but I'm not a musician. Of mm. course, I can give this connection of this the, the contact of my musician friend to mm. the people on on let's say specifically for for a video shoot or something uh and and maybe they can work together maybe they're happy um mm. but what i did in this moment is like i connected them and in the end maybe something will come back or not but have you ever heard like about a a community online who's like that strong 
bounded together. Like, like they, they really, really became big with each other and could hold it. And like everybody has like a profit out of it. I I don't know. Maybe this world exists, but I'm far away from it. I have. Uh, I mean, anyway, I'm far away from being super successful. That's very important to say. <laughs> but I I know many successful people. <laughs> so yeah. that's cool. That's very good. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that would be. I mean, if you, if I mean, I wouldn't say that you're not successful. You're you are a a photographer that is doing well with his photography. I saw your art and it looks awesome. Oh, thank you. And uh, no, seriously, like uh, I even like I b before posting the podcast, I also like checked your website. And honestly, I was blown away, man. Like I, I love it. Thank you. Thank and you. And your videos in the website are awesome. The pictures that you choose for the website are awesome. Like, yeah, it's lovely. So I don't know why. Why are you saying that you're not successful? But yes, you are. <laughs> <You're> yeah. <good. laughs> okay. Thank you so much for this kind words. But uh, I mean, with successful, maybe I mean like famously successful, like becoming like rich from it. And and I mean, this is not the, my, not my 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 goal. Of course, it would be nice, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, uh, come on, becoming, becoming rich is everybody's target. Like, what do you like? If you get the chance to be rich, you're gonna refuse it. No, you won't, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, depends on what you have to to give a give give away for it. Like, if somebody's saying, "I, I cut off your right hand, and then you get all my money, and Ooh, I will be rich," I no, would not do you. it. You know? No, no, yeah, thank exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there are limits. Uh, mm. But uh, yeah, what, what just what I, what I want to say is like. Um, of course, you can survive uh, with the photography work and follow your your free projects, your dreams to, mm. to try to realize um, your art. Yeah, the, the the art concept, right? Which is basically my my homepage is based on or at least this one you saw. Mm. The, the the yeah. Um, mm. I mean, it's there for just the free projects actually, and mm. um, a little side informations so maybe, maybe some making offs in, in the about uh, in the in the news block, mm. but. Um, yeah, this is like if if you can survive, you can have a good life. But um, there's not many who really become famous in terms of rich. In terms of um, hey, I want to have an exhibition in New York tomorrow. Please organize everything. That people like this exist. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, I mean they got like they, a, they exist, but I'll, yeah. I'll see it. Like I see it in uh, this happening in two ways, right? Social media, which you will have to kind of put everything that you do online so you wake up you show people what you do show people your progress you show people your process mm. uh, today we're doing this tomorrow we're doing that so people become interested in what you're doing right mm -hmm. and but this kills your privacy <laughs> like bye bye to privacy and sorry to interrupt maybe yeah. i interrupt now but yeah. it not, that's not just this the problem is if you're famous with that um, mm. and you haven't been famous before for something else, mm. then it's a different type of famous. You cannot compare Will Smith, who has his own Twitter Twitter account and, and, and people are following him like, like crazy because he's Will Smith. Mm. Or you have like um, some guy who became famous on YouTube for commenting some people who play video games and screaming his own name yeah maybe he is famous in his small world but <laughs> and honestly, maybe his small world is big because all the freaks around the world are connected <laughs> uh, 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 in, in the internet 
but uh, he's still not really famous. <laughs> It <laughs> is, but l- let me let me tell you something. Like Will Smith is now a YouTuber, right? It, maybe. Yes, 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 he he has a YouTube channel. But honestly, I see other YouTubers are kind of more successful than he is, especially in the YouTube world. Why? Because yeah. his, I mean. Will Smith is an actor, and he acts in movies, right? I I I followed his I I follow his YouTube actually, and I see his content. It's not as dedicated as other small YouTubers who grew up with their audience. But it doesn't have to audience. be. It doesn't have to be. You know what I mean? That's of course you're right, but who cares? It's Will Smith. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know, no, no, no. But but you have other people, like you have very famous YouTubers, right? And there, I would say they're as famous as you, Smith, as Will Smith, or or but they're not as rich. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, they're not as rich, but they yeah, but the, they would be as famous as he as he is. You know, I bet in any case, no, because yes, they are famous on YouTube. Maybe they have like uh, millions of uh, viewers and or followers, which are in the age of 20 or lower. But Will Smith, the whole world knows him. You know that's a big, big difference. I think I, I know it's a big difference, but this oh. is this is like we're talking about people, young people. You know, mm. Will Smith built his fame for the last. I don't know how old is he now. Is he fifty or something? I think over fifty, but I'm not sure. Right, but the fucker used looks so young. I hate him. <laughs> you know? but you're following him dude yeah, i'm not I'm following like... it for for me he's like an, an an awesome actor and that's all but mm. for me he's like a let's say like this if one of those youtubers maybe ah do i have i have like i know a german youtuber he's like a, a gamer gaming youtuber and he mm. for this he's famous and he can earn enough money to survive right mm-hmm. uh, but if i would see him on the street i would not say oh my god can i have an autograph or can we take a selfie or something i would just say oh hey you and continue walking have even you, he's like have he's on a higher status on 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 on, on youtube than will smith but if i would see him of course i i don't know you know what i mean dude, like, you, you need, you, need fanboy. you need to google a guy named ninja Th- mm-hmm. this guy is a, a gamer who just did the the stupid game i hate it uh, a stealth gamer he's always stealth uh, no no it's not a stealth it's uh Ah uh, fuck! L- let me let me let me just Google him right now. It's, it's gonna I'm gonna have the information in no time. Uh, uh, Twitch ninja ninja yeah. Uh, what's his name? His name is Richard Tyler Belvins now, right? Mm-hmm. He was born in 1991, and. Uh, He streams. This is the game that made him so famous. Fortnite. Have you heard of it? Yes. Fortnite, right? He played it, and the dude is freaking rich as like I don't know. Like you could just go <laughs> like when I did not get that info, but as soon as the Twitch Ninja like first option that Google suggested was net worth, the dude is crazy, crazy rich. You know. Okay. They, they say right now, like in December 2018, Belvin's estimated he had made 10 million dollars over 2018 mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Epic Games. Reported they had earned wow, US yeah. 3 billion in revenue of the, that year. Like the the game earned 3 billion, and he made 10 million dollars out of it. So it's the, the dude. It's like, a phenomenon. Yeah. It's it's like this is the thing. Young people right now, and this is just starting. You know. 
Uh, do you think so, or do you think like uh, maybe you're right? It's just starting, mm. but I think the amount of people and 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 how can I say the long distance fame, you know, like fame in ten years. Mm. I don't know if it's guaranteed in this world, you know. It's not, but the the, the world is changing, man. It's it's, yeah, it's it's the world is totally changing. I cannot believe that. Do you remember when I don't know if this happened to you or not, but when when we used to play video games, my our parents used to shout at us and stop playing video games and go study something because you're not this video games are not going to help you once you're a grown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, this and, is and what now, we. <laughs> this is what they used to tell us. And now the video game is shouting at the parents: "Stop parenting your child and play." Yes, <laughs> like a guy just became a millionaire just by playing video games. So, of course, it's it's a phenomenon. Not every person that like grabs the joystick. If not, then right? all South Koreans would already play all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for this racist bomb. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Of course, just kidding. yeah. It's, yeah, I, I think everybody that's listening, like you, you need to have a, some sense of humor, guys. Come on, you you yeah, know. And if not, we we peep out everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but this is it. Like uh, I, I don't know, man. Um, online fame is is a real thing right now, and th this is the thing. Like this is just is less than ten twenty years, you know. How how long has film and uh, photography and videography has been there? Hundred, I think, a hundred and something years, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What when when did those uh, photographs earlier than eighteen eighteen fifty? I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't know around eighteen yeah, hundred something. It used to be that uh, flash that they blow up and you have to stay still for a very long of time so your picture would get printed on the, those like very very old cameras do you remember yes, and, those kind of things and, and yes and more than 100 years later there's like a photo student standing with a analog sinar <laughs> camera on a river <laughs> and taking a picture and you know you have this one shot you have this one shot and yeah. the, 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 the plate is there was light on the plate and then it's over right yeah and i took the plate out like like uh, the the, uh, the the Polaroid like um, for example, then you have an example shot, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was already high high quality technique, <laughs> even it's very old technique. <laughs> yeah. And I was watching this Polaroid, and god damn it, it it's it stays like white. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 uh, did I did something something what, totally what wrong? Or what happened? I calculated everything <laughs> right. I just wasted forty euros or something, hmm. and no, it was minus two degrees, and I was not aware that hmm. it takes time if it's cold even longer yeah, to show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So well, uh, anyway, I wasted a second picture on that moment, and, <laughs> and then I realized after the other one wait. was coming, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Like uh, it's a, it's a. I don't know. It's a, it's a new world. It's a new world. Like, even at I'm now at 36, and I think, I don't know. I think I cannot catch up with with what teenagers are doing at the moment. Yeah, but that's normal. That's natural. And maybe yeah, the world is a little bit more speeded up. Maybe even more and more. Right? It's like exponential. Mm. Like like the coronavirus. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, going crazy. But um, I mean. 
how can you explain like trends like ret retro trends or something like this? Mm. And also look at the fashion industry. I mean, what they're wearing now, it's a mixture of what they have worn like uh, in the in the 70s, 80s and 90s maybe. You know, like yeah. Yes and no. On on some point you cannot blow the human brain with something. Mm. So what we talked the last episode already about it is like that in my opinion, just my personal opinion, that mm. Instagram what I meant meant with graveyard of photography is like that even you have good quality pictures the the quality becomes lower because of the pure mass and the viewer who doesn't even know anymore what's good or not because he can get the craziest nicest content but with one swipe it, it disappears so your yeah. brain is overloaded uh, but that's too deep to a too deep topic now and it doesn't <laughs> i don't know i i, I cannot <laughs> enjoy this but, um, mm. but before um It was a little bit like about extreme conditions also under a photo shooting, right? I mean, I had this minus two degrees, so that's kind of an extreme condition. Um, do you have any anything, any reports that I would like to hear about it? Like anything extreme when you were photo shooting? Unfortunately, like uh, if it's... Mm, how can I say? Okay, extreme photo shooting, I would go out when it's hot, but I would not go when it's cold. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, during the summer, I go to. Have you heard of Comiket? Yeah, of course. Uh... Yeah. So I go. I I went there for like two two or three times. Uh, I I tried. Real quick, please explain it real quick for for people who are listening. Oh, okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So, what's the Comiket? Comiket uh... in in Japanese actually it's called Komike, which uh, which it's a combination of two work towards co co comics market mm -hmm. and uh, it's an, a special event that is held every six months once in the winter and once in the summer and uh, all kinds of uh, like cosplayers and uh, people who are into manga and into anime just uh, kind of wear up as uh, different characters and there are a lot of people who go there to shoot pictures pictures of them geeks nerds and a lot of otakus which means yeah. geek. <laughs> geeks <laughs> nerds and otakus which are nerds in japanese uh, uh, th th i i think the last one i did not go to because i didn't like like the the one that i went to before that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh th there are a lot of pervs like way too many <laughs> wait that's why we have been there once <laughs> yeah, I mean, no no but it's it's it it takes a, a kind of a very strange turn you know mm -hmm. uh, okay yeah I, i have been there like in 2015 one time and it was already very uh sexualized but that's no, no. It, it normally the, the manga and anime industry is very sexualized right so but like uh it's not when it turns into harassment you know so oh my god okay yeah. yeah it's it turned into strange harassment where girls just started crying and models there or, yeah, or what yeah, do you yeah, mean yeah, like yeah. I, you have to explain me like i yeah. don't know what you talk talk do the, you talk the, about the comic no you talk about so, the cosplayers who have yeah. a show off there right they show yeah. the costumes yes. so they, they like, wear these costumes right and, and uh, photographers are coming or what means hobby photographers mainly but also some press photographers they, and they're queuing in line to take pictures of the person with this the is the thing sometimes yeah. the queue doesn't become a queue and mm -hmm. it becomes like a circle right mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they're just taking pictures from everywhere and some pic people are taking pictures like underskirt pictures right 
I think that's the basic thing they, they want to shoot there, right? Uh, those, those, when, when you see a guy with glasses and kind of oily fat lips and oily half gray, half dark hair yeah. in, in very, like, an, like a teacher from the 80s would run around uh -huh. <laughs> look, they are basically those perfs, I think. Uh, These are the perfs, right? Yeah. And uh, how can I say what one did not even have a camera and the dude looked homeless. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, I was, I asked the model that I, a cosplayer actually to that. I would take her picture. Sorry. My stomach is really going crazy. <laughs> that was your stomach. I thought the, the subway is passing. <laughs> no, that was my stomach. It, it's going crazy. Sorry. Mm. Today. It, I, I don't know. Like it's the first day after my fasting. So mm. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Of course. Of course. So, Anyways, sorry, we were talking about the cosplayer. So I finished taking her picture and then the guy lining up behind me, he was like, can, can you take our picture? And I'm like, okay. And he gave me his phone mm -hmm. and he just held her in a very bad way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of, I don't know, shocked, but okay. I was overwhelmed. Yeah, uh, overwhelmed. Uh, oh, yeah, that's uh, the word, overwhelmed. And that made me so uncomfortable. Uh a few weird situations like this happened that day and I was already uncomfortable. But then mm -hmm. after I go home, I check Twitter and I see that a girl uh, was, uh, how can I say, like it's more than, I think more than 50 people surrounded her. And she was saying like, please don't take pictures anymore. But they still mm -hmm. kept taking pictures. And while being videotaped, like mm -hmm. their own camera, everybody's got a camera. And yeah. they kept on inserting their phones under her, like, uh, like they're trying to uh, sh yeah, shoot yeah, yeah. a picture from down there. And yeah, yeah. she started but crying and asking for help. And it was, it, it, it was really, really bad, you know? Maybe we can get sued for this, what I'm saying right now. But actually, no, I don't care. Um, I think uh, there's a very, very deep problem in the general society and in the, how can I say, patriarch mm. of men in japan mm. um the thing is this venue has video cameras everywhere so mm. actions like this are also taped officially by 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 the owners by the by the uh by the by the show itself right i mean they oh, have security no, no, there actually, and stuff like this you know the this event is held in tokyo big site right Yes, and Tokyo Big Sides has a lot of cameras. Yeah, but this is like this is the thing. The cosplayers are asked to go outside. Um, mm. Do you know the garden that is in front of Tokyo Big Side? Yes, yes, yes. Like there's two positions where the cosplayers. It's in front of this nice architecture, which looks like uh, yeah. four pyramids uh, upside down, right? Yeah. The entrance of the big side. Mm. And on the left, after you enter the big side, you can go and down to the first floor again and can go out again in a very interesting squarish fountain garden. Uh, not this, not that. That like okay. the, the last couple of years, they did it in in like a kind of a garden. There's a garden, like a park, you know. A park yeah, yeah. In, in front of it, like on the other side of the street. So uh, not at the big site. Uh, not area. at the big site. At ah, the, okay, okay, At okay. the park. So 
over there like i don't think that there are cameras that is that is like um, monitoring whatever that is going on and there ah, are no shit. security okay. there is nothing okay because normally already there there should be should be someone arrested right so yeah okay that was not a, oh, that was not official part of the of the event or it was not at the venue area it was like around it which is quite normal in odaiba just not yeah. that many people yeah. yeah it's just i don't know man like i yeah it, it was very very uncomfortable for me like I, the, you know i i ask you this question about extreme situations because actually i wanted to hear something funny no th this, <laughs> this, this, so this, this is very very shocking no, this was extremely extreme like this was bad it is you know? it is i mean imagine to be this model and you're uh, you're not a professional model at all you're like a you're a cosplayer anything. right let, let let yeah she's a cosplayer a cosplayer is a private person who dresses up like an anime or, or manga character yeah. and shows out uh, sh goes out and and, and shows off uh, in in society and if people want to take pictures of them because they remind them on those specific characters and they're also fans mm -hmm. then you have to authorization to take the picture but just then even me as a very not into anime person mm. i don't think about going to them and asking them hey can i take a picture for example in 2015 i was at the at the comic cat one time mm -hmm. the last and the first time because i was a little like hmm, shocked not shocked but i was like bored more or less right <laughs> but there were some cosplayers some guys who were dressed up as the crazy guys from mad max you know with those red suits yeah, and those yeah, yeah, electronic yeah, yeah. guitar they were so cool i, I could take our <laughs> right? pictures with them for hours because yeah. i really liked that movie and and mm. and yeah that's that that's what cosplay is about and not about horniness and taking panty pictures and but yeah i mean look i'm not i'm not how can i say like uh, giving anybody any kind of an excuse at all right but it is being so sexualized honestly the way the girls wear it though even the guys some of the guys just like come out with like with really nice buddies <laughs> and it's i think it's provoking for for everybody that would be interested in guys you know yeah but for, for for a certain point as a cosplayer it's okay because you you slide into a role so even the yeah, yeah. mysterious I mean, sexual part can be a thing i think for example if you hmm. if, if you don't like stuff like this then you should not go to automotive shows because what's yeah. happening there with those models uh it's really sad like yeah anyway sorry what 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 happens in automotive? I mean, oh. like like half naked girls sitting on cars, standing beside cars, giving people some brochures and and and, and informations about, yeah, anything which is related to to cars. But uh, in the end, there's so many hobby photographers, I'm saying, I'm naming them now, going to those automotive shows <laughs> to just take pictures of those of girls. The girls, fuck it, yes. man. Nobody's interested yes. in the cars. Like, I, I go to Tokyo Car Show and Tokyo Auto Salon, okay? I go uh -huh. to these two events. And I go there mainly for the cars, right? The girls are there, which is fine. Like, no one hates looking at nice-looking girls, right? But the main thing is the cars, right? Yeah, but what I'm, I try to say is like the sexualization of women or of men as models mm. or as yeah, inter visual entertainment is more okay on an uh, anime manga cosplay event, in my opinion, <laughs> ah, then, than on an automotive <laughs> show because there's even less connection, you know? 
Uh, like, I don't think so, man. Like, because these two things are... Sexuality in cars? Yeah, I mean, this is what guys look like. No, love, story, right? storytelling and sexuality. Okay, then, then we have like both maybe different <laughs> ideas about that. No, but, no, no. Uh, like, uh, I remember and like, was it a BBC commercial or something? And that they said that they were like uh, advertising for men. It was like soccer, women, and cars. <laughs> Our and beer. And yeah, beer was not there, <laughs> but yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, are what uh, men are interested in, right? Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. No. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, yes, yes and no. I mean, you have to be careful with that because you you cannot um, say, okay, on the comic cat, I got shocked by that. And on the other hand, in terms of cars, I think it's okay. No, no, I'm not saying it's okay. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying that these these people are just going there for the women. They're not going there for the cars. Yeah, and that's, that's which a big, is big failure. Which is freaking crazy. Uh, which is crazy because, I mean, on a, like, I, I don't know what to say, but the cars are amazing. Like, these are like brand new freaking cars. <laughs> like, and especially for Tokyo Auto Salon, like, it's just, the, when I went there, like, I ha I, I can send you the video, but it's, it's in Arabic. I, I, I might put some subtitles on it, but mm. seriously, nobody and i i actually like videotaped it like the cars no one is looking at the cars they're just taking pictures of the models that's the thing liam i mean let's let's talk about this topic in a whole episode on another, on another point like about sex sales and, and and this whole industry the connection with with the the thing mm. um because it's really there, there's so much to tell because even there's a camera show in in, in yokohama mm. um which i i was able to work in 2018 for a short time mm -hmm. and even there where you go there for for having a look on the latest technology on drones back in time the drones were like one of the top things mm. um but uh also there were a few of those commercial models whatever and mm. and and many photographers or people not photographers like guys with cameras mm. first with cameras who were going just to take pictures of them and i was already shocked there because i, I didn't even thought it would be anything like this available there to i mean not to test the cameras it was not like oh okay they get like a rental camera and then they shoot around what we basically did like there was like from from hasselblad or mm. hey a swedish guy told me it's hasselblad <laughs> not Hasselblad, <laughs> Hasselblad is the pronunciation. Even it's you, you write an A, but they pronounce it like an O, more or less. Um, uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, Hasselblad. Ha Hasselblad, yeah, it's a Hasselblad. camera system, right? Yeah, a Swedish camera system. And uh, I honestly, yeah, we, I thought it was German. No, 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 uh, Hasselblad. <laughs> Hasselblad like, like, like us, like us German. Yeah, I know like us German, but uh, I, I don't know. For some reason, I thought Hasselblad and, is and face, German. And face one is Swiss as far as... No, it's American. True, it's American. It's face true. one, like, I just... I Like, I did not know that they make these crazy cameras. They do, yeah, yeah of uh, course. Do, do you own one or, or did you rent that one? Uh, no, like uh, the, the the studio I was working for a long time, we had a lot of phase ones. Actually, we changed from Hasselblad to phase one <laughs> on, on some point. Um, hmm. But I never owned it because uh, for what? I mean, it would be super nice, but yeah, it's not in the budget or I, I don't I, want to. I saw, I saw a video about it and fuck, man. 
Like that, yeah. that you could crop in and crop in and crop in, and it still looks good. Like the you, you know, still looks already good. like six years ago, we were shooting with what was it, eighty-five uh, megapixel back backup, uh, like like the the back, you know, the 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 the, the screen, uh, not the screen, the ah, uh, how to say. Hmm. The the thing you put on your camera body, <laughs> the, okay. uh, the 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 sensor, yeah, sorry. Uh -huh. yeah. So um, yeah, it was crazy. Like um, we did one shot for for ah no name dropping. Please peep that out. Yeah, for okay, okay. for a very big browser company, whatever internet company. <laughs> okay. And it was for the airport in Munich, and uh, they mm. they want to have like a banner, like a huge poster kind of, mm. uh, which uh, was like I think around uh, seven or eight meters to another uh, sixteen meters or something. So huge, gigantic. Mm. So and actually, this was the only fr last first and last time we really need this high resolution. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That was really the, the did did my ex company bought this camera and this backup uh, back end uh, sensor just for this? No, I don't think so. It was way too expensive. You can buy a car for that money. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, yeah, it's 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 yeah. that expensive. Do do you know a a a boudoir photographer? His name is Michael Sasser. Mm -mm. So. Uh, so I I saw a video by him and uh, he was and he shot on uh, on on this uh, face one. Yeah, but which which sensor the the the, the back, back? I don't thing? I don't know. They have which like sensor. the forty five, sixty, eighty five. Uh, or, yeah, eighty five. Like let let me let me just Google. Yeah, it's this. not so important now, but it depends not, on how huge the resolution should be. But like, crazy. dude, 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 like that was like I I was like, <laughs> I mean, okay. especially that I'm I'm shooting with a like an APC sensor, sensor, yeah. So I, I like if if I crop on an APC, oh, sorry, in an AP uh, APS sensor, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, you lose quite a big a, a lot of of like uh, like quality, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But <laughs> with this guy, like he kept on. I mean, he did not even say anything. He just wrote fifty two thousand. Uh, dollar 150 megapixel camera versus 85 dollars Polaroid camera. <laughs> Just kind of. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the link uh, right now. Like you can. I don't know if you can recognize the camera by just by looking at it. Uh, the, where is it? Yeah, they had not the, the the range of the camera system is not so huge if it's a face one. Um, I already sent it to you. I I right. think it's probably the same one that you were shooting in shooting with in 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 one of your in in your website but i don't know ah, in my, ah okay yeah just show me i will see i, I already um, sent it in in the text like if, sure. you, if you check it yeah should i check it now live oh my god no uh, <laughs> no, no, no. uh here yeah. um but about like extreme situations do you, do you have any any funny thing because like if in terms of uh this this expensive equipment, right? Like for everybody who is not willing to pay a lot for it, it it's working in a cheaper way, of course, too. But um, if it comes to big photo studios or photographers, uh, which uh, need to to make like print media, which are into print media and stuff like this, uh, at least they they need like the the full frame uh, sensor cameras. Mm. And um, if you know those are expensive and 
imagine now you're somewhere in the Dolomites. It's a, a mountain area in Italy. Mm -hmm. And um, you have a photo shooting for free climbing. Mm. And the main photographer, like like famous guy for outdoor shootings, um, he's location scouting. Meanwhile, the shooting itself, right? And mm. then on a point, he stopped and there was like a river and on like a kind of small river um, down in a small valley. And on the other side, there was like a perfect rock. And he said, okay, this one, the light situation is perfect. We need to stop here immediately. This is not on our shooting plan, mm. but let's go over that river. There was no bridge or anything. Let's mm. go to the other side and you climb a little bit and I take some pictures because it would look perfect. Mm. And everybody agreed to that, but I was skeptical. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. um, because he said he goes first, right? So he did not go with anything. It was summer. It was warm. Uh, he was wearing short pants, uh, sandals, and a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. And he left his, his phone and everything on our side at the car. Mm -hmm. And he started walking through that river because we could not see to the ground because the river was quite strong. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, you could not see it, like, the flow of the river was the stream was very strong. Okay. But it did, did not look so deep. He went through it and he's maybe one meter 86 or something quite tall guy yeah and on the deepest point he was like un until his chest until his nipples were underwater Shit. and and he said ah uh, you, you can hear him like making noise because it was hard on the slippery uh, floor to not get pushed away yeah. the stream was not super strong it was not like a, but it was I don't strong know, enough wild water but it was and, and if you're that deep inside, it's quite strong. Mm. But he could make it to the other side. He came out of the water, turned mm. around to us, completely soaked, and waved with his hand with a big smile. Okay, no problem, you can come. <laughs> sure. oh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. And I was the guy who has to carry a back, a camera back with two cannon bodies inside the 1DX Mark One, I, I think, back in times, and a 5D Mark Three, and a Leica M9. And several lenses, so a 25 <laughs> kilo bag, yeah. which is normally his bag, not my bag. <laughs> and he was already on the other side, and it was too far to throw and too How heavy will to throw. You do that? So first, the model went through it, no problem, because she had no gear to carry except for a rope or something. But she wasn't, no, not even a rope, like just a little gear. Uh -huh. Anyway, I had it on my head, and I was like balancing through it. And for me, the water level was like almost until the throat, right? And I was, it was like. One of my Next, highest crazies. How, how 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 tall are you? I'm one seventy eight. So I'm almost a half head shorter than him, Shit. or half head shorter than him. Uh -huh. So I was almost completely underwater, holding this backpack full of gear, <laughs> which is like worth in. I mean, there was no face one inside, but at least it was like a twenty thousand dollars backpack. Seriously, worth of gear, yeah. On weight of gear with a heavy weight on my head <laughs> and I was balancing through this river. And on the other side, I made it. It took time. Yeah, the, he already complained, hey, the light is changing. Hurry up. I was his assistant back in time. Well, shut up. And <laughs> I, 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 I was smiling. Yeah, yeah. Shut, yeah, I said, shut up, right? And I delivered everything safely. And really, my pulse went down like, Whew. okay. And it was also freaking cold in the water, by the way. Anyway, I was drying there. I was standing down there. He was climbing a few meters high and uh -huh. waiting up there with his camera uh -huh. and the, the model she needed to start to climb from above and he can he can look from above and shoot from i think he had like the the 58 uh, 55 millimeters he had so mm. kind of nice to to capture a full body shot while she's climbing up and she uh -huh. needs the serious look in the face right uh -huh. and on one moment 
he wanted to change the the, the lens, but he, he needed to change the camera because up there to change the lens it was not possible because he was with one arm still holding himself into the wall. He was also not professional climber, but good in climbing, right? Mm. So in one second he's saying, "Hey Max, catch it!" And he releases his camera, and I'm staying down there. And oh my shit, <laughs> fucking god! And I could catch it, but I was so overwhelmed also in that moment. Yeah, you fucking! I said, I really, I said, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> I showed it up <laughs> with the camera in my hand. I mean, I carried it through this river with my life, right? I, yeah. I, I protected the gear with my life. <laughs> and he throws it like that. And he with a, in a second, hey Max, catch it, bam! And there was the camera in my hand. And I, and I had to throw back his other camera and he could catch it also. I went, oh my God, what are we doing here? <laughs> and the, the, the thing is, back in time, it was not his private gear. That's the thing, you know? But uh, so, so, so if it breaks, he, he will not pay for it? The company pays for it, or the client in that case. So, um, But he, mm. he was easy. To, uh, maybe I should not tell everybody right now, but he was like more loose and risking stuff, right? And, and mm. for me, I'm more like protective. I... I try to respect gear, you know, I, I <laughs> keep it clean and everything. Uh -huh. And he was like chaotic in this way. And so I was mm. very shocked in that moment. Yeah, yeah but yeah, this is, <laughs> this is, this sucks, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, wow. But beautiful nature, really. I can highly uh, recommend if you're going to Europe and the Alps, Mm. Uh, have a look to the Dolomites. They, uh, they, uh, I think they connect Italy and France. But not sure. Mm -hmm. Also, maybe parts of Austria. Yes, um, but this really—it's like it's like another galaxy, man. It's like asteroids or something came down and and were landing there. Really, like eggs, like like rocks which are shaped like an egg. That's crazy. I, I would love to go there, man. Yeah. Like. Uh... Let, let, let me google dolomites dolomites but life Dol life googling is never good in an audio podcast <laughs> so, life, like oh, people people hear you clicking yeah. oh shit man this looks great yeah perfect scenery for climbing actually and uh, for our climbing shooting in summer it was really good but it was like a lot of action and uh as an assistant, I was like always in panic. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the mountains in here, and like, no man, like that's, yeah, that <laughs> that doesn't look like so much fun if somebody throws his camera from there at you. Like, no. Yeah, in in, in this case, it was bouldering high, like maybe three meters and a half or something. He was up there, but still, I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere in nature, just uh, three people, still and that's this camera is falling down the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, but at least, yeah, now you have some awesome memories. But god damn, man, this looks beautiful. Yeah, man, with this with this sports photographer, like I, I was as assistant for him maybe for three months or something, and I learned a lot. Um, actually, more about natural light. He was almost just using uh, natural light and reflectors, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was amazing. Like, I, 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 I mean, scary, because... I mean, I have respect from this guy, but he doesn't have any respect to his equipment because it's not his, you know, or it was not his <laughs> personal equipment. Yeah. And um, after one of those shootings, something always was broken or that dirty that we have to send it uh, to some company to clean it. Um, mm. And another thing, for example, we had like the uh, bicycle runners uh, shooting also in the mountains in the Alps. And he had to lie on the, on the floor back in a driving van. The doors are open. Mm. And his upper body, like his his arms and his camera and his hat, are 
reach out of the van, of the back of the van, and he's like, just like, I don't know, we had like maybe one rope or something which was connected to the belts, so it can hold him a little bit, but uh, the car was driving in between 20 and 50, 50 to skip the mm. group of bicycle riders and then slow down to 30 to their speed, then mm. slow down, 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 letting them pass by and then to, to skip them again, right? That We mm. did that uh, several times on a mountain street and mountain streets are well known for their curviness. Yeah. And in every curve, this very tall and also heavy photographer, sorry, bro, <laughs> he, okay. was, he was slipping from one side of the van to the other side and on one point even f almost falling out with the whole upper body out of the van. Like he could uh, touch the, the, the street if, if he would want to, right? And um, that, was, that was fun actually to watch because that was not me. And I, I thought like <laughs> if, if he's risking his equipment, at least he's also risking his own life. <laughs> Wow. And uh, I was, I was also, I was, I did side shots. So I was standing. This van also had a side door, right? Like those slide doors, the sliding doors on the side. Uh -huh. And this one was also open. And my job was like in that moment they pass by when we slow down and le let them pass by to take like uh, shots from the side. So literally side shots. I'm not just. I did not was the assistant just and the side shot photographers. And I really did side shots. And um, that was also interesting because I remember there was just one moment uh, the car like was shaking a little bit because of another curve, mm. and I had to let go my camera of my left hand, but on my my, uh, my right hand, but my left hand still was grabbing the, the the lens, so I could carry the camera. But the body hand, the right hand, I needed to to uh, grab the seat to mm. not fall out, <laughs> you know. I mean but yeah. It's it's a very quick situation, so you just react, you pull your back into the car, and then you continue shooting, and later when the car stops and the shooting is done, you realize, God damn it, exactly. I almost were falling out of a car. In that moment, you're so focused on, on the picture, uh. is, the, is the bicycle rider in frame, because you don't want it to do many times, right? You do yeah. it maybe five times, I think, four or five times, we let them skip, and then after 10, 15 minutes driving, this, this shooting part was over. Mm. But uh, in that moment, you're so focused into the framing and into the pictures. And you, you, I mean, you, you don't have enough time to check the pictures on your display. I mean, really, you, you shoot them, pass by, then you check the situation again. You wait until you skip them and then again and again. But yeah, afterwards, I realized, okay, that was quite extreme. <laughs> I, I mean, wow, man. I, I don't know. This... Sports photography, man. That's really interesting. I mean, I would love to do some sports photography, but uh, I don't know. I I try. I went to a soccer game, a, fo a football game, and uh, I shot with my <laughs> kit lens. Dude, that was horrible. That that was horrible. <laughs> like, I I got some not. I wouldn't go good. Like, okay shots. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you need a you need a seventy to twenty two point eight on a full frame to get to get to start getting any kind of acceptable pictures for a sports event. It depends on the sport, but yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I was I was at a football match, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for that, like as a as a general picture for the pitch itself, yeah, it was fine. But when you when you want to get like decent pictures for the players themselves mm, no like you 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 need to you need a full frame and you need uh 
Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, maybe not, but you need a tele lens. You need like 300 millimeters or something in yeah, a, 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 a one-leg yeah, tripod or anything exactly, like that. Exactly, to, to, to get really close on the on your subjects, right? On, but on that's the what, what I mean, know your equipment. That's if, if, if the equipment and the handling is right, then you really can focus on your work. Uh, yeah. Uh, before, yeah. Before that, I mean, uh, on the other hand, I, I mentioned this famous German photographer before, and mm. uh, he, he became famous with those football shots, right? But he yeah. became famous for the emotional shots. So he mm. was, I think, using a 24 millimeter or 50 millimeter lens, uh, but very close because after the, the, the final game uh, of the World Championship was over, mm. he could basically join the group of, of people, uh, of, of, of players who won the game and he was taking pictures of the persons, so mm. he was shooting portraits there, which is mm. totally different to the game itself, of course, to the, to the game photography. What's, the, what's her, his name or her name? Do we do this name dropping here? Um, he is, his, his name is uh, Paul Ripke. He mm. is, uh, yeah, a very interesting person. He also in Germany has his own podcast, but it's more like an entertainment podcast with a friend out of the uh, television industry. Uh -huh. But I, I'm really interested in seeing his yeah, yeah, pictures. Yeah, right? check his portraits. They are quite yeah. nice. The, his his uh, Brazil oh, was Rio. Sorry, it was uh, in in Brazil his Rio final pictures. <laughs> that that was horrible, man. Like I was rooting for. For 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 Brazil in that World Cup, ah, then then it was horrible for you. Oh, I man. also <laughs> felt sorry for Brazil. I had like this 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 shaming right. moment, like after the the six zero oh, or five zero. Oh my god! I felt dude. really sorry. But you that's guys, when, when you guys you guys killed them. <laughs> but back back in time, I think the German team did everything right, and the Brazilian team did everything wrong in terms of it's a team sport, and the Brazilian yeah. team was based on one maximum two players, and yeah. the German team was very like nobody was the superstar, everybody tried to be a team part. So and and it, it was just back in time where the German team was very interesting and good. But German yeah, German played it right. German played it perfect. That's that's yeah, how as, a team, as a team, as a team, you, yeah, you yeah. can see everybody had his part on, on, on the success in that moment. Yep, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I totally loved it, man. It was, I, I did not love it, I, I, I. I hated it so much because it was so good. Like you cannot, I mean, <laughs> you know. It was. It, I mean, it was so good. You just can't. Like I was. Yeah, they deserve to win. <laughs> like there's no question about it. But hey, there's always karma, maybe because many of the players left the team after they won the World Cup, and the old mm. players who still in the team with, in combination with those new players, I don't even remember the names. Mm. Um, they lost against what South Korea in the last. <laughs> World Cup, so in Russia, so okay, that's I mean, that's the karma revenge. I don't know, but man, like, but that team, honestly, that that team was one of the best uh, that Germany had produced. And, and the German photographer, he took very good, or what means very good, but he took nice portraits of of them. And in a right moment, he was like just greedy to do it, and he made it in a lot of efforts and work and. That's how he became famous. Maybe, maybe he also. I don't. I don't know so much about him, but I know his podcast. So uh, let, he was talking about the situation. So hmm. uh, let, let let me ask you, since we're talking extreme, like photography, extreme conditions, what do you think about street photography for people who just jump on your to your face and then it's perfect. Uh, no, what? No, really? sorry, <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought to people who just start doing photography, then street no, photography, no, 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 no. like uh, jump into your face. There are some 
street photographers that seriously just jump to your face and shoot you know yeah they are they are they are stealing people lives moments yes they are assholes you yes. know they're assholes uh, right like yeah <laughs> i i don't like i i get it like the pictures that they come up with they're they're amazing right but it's so freaking invading of people's privacy like it's just Hey, you, everybody knows geishas, right? Yeah. Uh, they are famous. They are famous geishas of Japan. And uh, yeah. many of them are in Kyoto still. Oh, yeah. And in Kyoto, there's like, I think, four areas which are uh, kind of well known for it. And two of them have their own theaters. And like four of those or five of those big geisha schools, mm. they uh, have something like a competition, you know? Mm. And they are also training young geishas, so girls in their, um, like, 16, 17-year-old age, maybe 20-year-old, uh, who want to become a geisha, and they're called maiko. Mm. And those maikos, um, that was very English pronunciation, those maikos, they, <laughs> okay. uh, they go to their school, uh, they, 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 they learn uh, a variation of instruments, singing, dancing, stuff like this, right? Mm -hmm. And their school starts very, very early. So, um, I don't know, I hope not many aggressive tourists listening to this podcast, but very early in the morning, close to the Gion station. Don't give so many details. <laughs> You're gonna okay, okay, okay. A anywhere around Kyoto, yeah. east yeah. side, um, very early in the morning, you can see ge uh, young geishas, maikos, um, going to school. So they're fully dressed up and everything. Mm. Just no makeup. The mm. makeup part they do later when they arrived, if mm. they need the makeup part, because sometimes they just have music lessons and stuff like this, mm. so there's no makeup at all. Mm. But they have those kimonos, they have those hair outfits, they mm. have perfectly, uh, basically the perfect picture for you ready to shoot. Mm. But if you're a good street photographer, what means good, I, I'm not a good street photographer, but I saw them. Mm -hmm. I realized it and I thought like, okay, next day I, I, I want to check where they're going. I want to be ready with my camera because the first time I saw it, I had no camera with me actually. And <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I, I, I often have no camera with me and then I'm angry with myself. Why I had no camera. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. mm -hmm. um, the next day I woke up early and I followed the same path where I saw them the last time. And mm. I saw them going to a building, right? And I before the day before, I sneaked not into the building, but into that yard of that building to see actually inside the, the school and how it works, where they take off their shoes and where mm. they change to slippers. Then they go like oh, that, those typical wooden houses with those paper doors. It was really like in another world, like in the uh, yeah, Kyoto. Mm. And... Um, the next day, I followed two of those micros. I saw them walking, passing by the station early in the morning, really early in the morning. Mm. And one of them turned around and saw me. And in that moment, I felt like, so, oh, shit, she got me. I feel like I should not follow them anymore. Uh -huh. So I, I, I stopped it. I, I let this project. So maybe I have one or two shots with like two of those micros in the far distance mm. but in that moment i realized maybe i'm annoying them or i may i'm giving them a bad feeling because now a strange foreign guy with a camera in, in the middle of the morning where no one is on the street mm. is following us and that was that's creepy for them maybe i don't want to go to their school and annoy them so i gave mm. up on that idea taking a nice picture of those micros going to school you know yeah i, I mean and th this shows that you respect people's like feelings i have and to privacy, of course i cannot right? do differently i cannot do differently right? in that moment she saw me i thought oh no even it was far away it was like man 
30 I, meters distance or something. This is the exact opposite of the what I'm what, I want trying yeah. to tell you. Like some people, I I don't know. Like uh, there's a this very famous Fuji film uh, photographer, and uh, he's in he's Japanese and he shoots in Shibuya, right? Recently, okay. recently, I think ah, he was I know, sued, I know right? his black and white images, yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And Danica. he's the jumping person or what? He's what? He is a jumping person or no? Jump, yes, he jumps into people's faces and he, like, he holds his camera like into your face and takes a picture, you know? I, to be honest, if he reaches the wrong person, he should get something in his face. Right, or yeah, right, yeah. right. Some pe- like, this is what they keep telling him. Like, you're going to end up like be getting in trouble if you face the wrong person, right? I and, mean, I'm, and, I'm not the strongest I, person, but I would, I would force him to delete the picture. Just because I don't want like this way, if he's asking me or something, or if he's taking from a far distance because he wants this Shibuya crossing, people going to work, whatever. Even thing, even if he takes it in a nice way, right? It doesn't like I, I would be fine, but I don't want you. Like even if we're just sitting like this talking to each other, and you hold mm-hmm. your camera into my face and take a picture, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what the fuck? Go like easily, like what the fuck, bro? Right? Like what what are you doing? Right? Okay. But, but it's good to know so I can unfollow him because I saw these pictures and I think he takes the picture in that very moment before the people realize that he jumps into their face. Yeah. That they still have this innocent street look face but with a wide angle lens like a 24 or 11 yeah, yeah, or 16 yeah, yeah. or something. So that, that's, that's what his he trick. does. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. It's, and uh, he works a lot but his working with shadows is good. So uh, in this way good, he's... I'm, I'm not saying he's uh, not a good photographer. But he's a... <laughs> but he's an, and there there yeah, is another yeah. guy that even in New York like this guy is an angel like compared to that guy, that guy goes up with a flash and a camera, and okay. he just shoots people in their faces like there's a YouTube episode <sighs> about it, and that guy drives me crazy. I'm like no I don't. I don't again be careful what you're saying here because people are re- seriously suing and if people which we never said any one of those people is then mm. they start swing in this moment by the way uh i might uh, i don't know delete this part but uh, no re- don't, don't just delete the word yeah the peep over it yeah okay <laughs> peep, peep, peep. Test, test <laughs> yeah. but seriously dude like it's just it's it's uh, it's it, it blows my mind I mean, it's nice, like, I don't even think that their pictures are that great. Honestly speaking, I don't even know. But uh, who am I to judge? Uh, Like, people like his art, and I don't, his kind of art, okay? But as soon as you're jumping into people's faces and bothering them. Yeah. I, Not announcing it. and and, Right? So I I think your, your freedom ends up when you're, uh, how can I say overstepping on other people's boundaries, right? Exactly. It's so, it's, it's it, I mean, it's like a little bit like paparazzi style, you know, like yeah. those 90s paparazzis, like who harassing some celebrities. But I have an idea for this guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he's good with shadows and stuff like this in Africa, there's mm-hmm. a volcano. It's like one of those rare open volcanoes where you literally can see the lava flowing if you reach the top of it, the, 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 yeah, the uh-huh. edge of the volcano. And some uh, geologists and scientists mm. every now and then need to go up there to change some measuring advices and stuff like this, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, if we donate money for him to mm. make a nice black and white shadowish 
reportage about those geologists. He right. can follow them up on that volcano. Right. And there's one thing about those geologists. Hmm. They're mostly free of them. Two which are uh, taking care about this electronic device machine thing they have to repair or adjust or something. Uh -huh. And there's a third guy. And this third guy, he's mm. always watching into the sky. Why so? Because this volcano is spitting out so much lava and rocks and dust and stuff that there must be always one person checking the sky for rocks coming down, falling down, like like fist, big, oh. hot, gluing rocks. So every now and then he has to t tell the people, like the, 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 the scientist, I saw an interview with one of those scientists, he said like, maybe every five minutes or something, we have to change our position for a second, because right next to you, then in that moment where you stood before, a rock is coming down. <laughs> and the life of you is in the hands of this one guy who is staring professionally into the sky. And staring professionally into the sky, yeah? Yes, yeah, but in this case, you need this people, right? And mm. if this guy knows about this photographer that he's not telling the people that he's coming, mm. maybe he forgets to tell him there's a rock coming. <laughs> so, <I don't> <laughs> no, no, I actually thought that, like, if he takes their pictures, it would be good. Nice. No, I don't, I don't want, I don't want him to die, man. <laughs> I'm not saying no, anything. No, of course like not. That. I'm just kidding. But, no, but no. Uh, that, that's happening when, you, when you're not warning people. You, know? yeah. you should also warn them when you take pictures of them if you want to have closer portraits yeah i i do think so uh for one time i was walking in harajuku and uh, omotesando sorry in omotesando and uh there was this a famous like, shopping area street in tokyo uh, yeah in tokyo and uh a girl that is she, she's she looks western but she's wearing this cute japanese dress and she's interviewing somebody right Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a cool picture. So I took her picture and she realized that I took her picture. So after that, uh, I went to her and I, I was like, yeah, so I took your picture. Do you mind if I keep it? And she was like, no, 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 please delete it. And then take my picture again when I know. Okay. I was like, but that's not what I was looking for. But I respect your wish. And I deleted her picture, right? Even but though I, it, it looked really, really nice, though. Mm -hmm. But uh, since I felt that uh, I kind of invaded her privacy or kind of... Yeah, I uh, understand. She, I, maybe my reaction would be the same. Yeah, uh, but yeah. actually, you should say, make a good deal out of it. Okay, I keep this picture and I make a new picture where you can pose as you wish and you, you can keep it. I can send it to you. <laughs> that would be maybe a spontaneous deal, you know? But she didn't... No, no, she completely did not... Uh, appreciate ah, yeah, me taking the yeah, picture yeah, 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 when she was not aware yeah. i was like first of all i was from a distance so i i made sure not to invite invade her privacy or bother her right mm -hmm. but and i i tried to be really nice throughout the conversation and i i think that i did the Good. right point the right thing yeah, of course. Because, uh, yeah, what, when she was When bothered, they ask you to do it, then you should you know, follow yeah, them. I mean, yeah, Even also... it's sad for your picture, but yeah, I totally <laughs> yeah. agree. I, um, I totally, yeah, it was heartbreaking, but yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, mean, I mean, soon we have to finish because you have to go to your next conference. But one more short story, man. I mean, it, it's really funny in terms of this. Okay. I was on a, on a leather outfit, latex 
Fetish-Party and I was the photographer there. What? So again, walking, again, 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 again. Yeah, it's, like, it's, 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 you know, like those, those um, uh, fashion parties, They're not like sex parties, it's a fashion party where people wearing very interesting self-made fetish, fetish dresses and, and, and latex clothes and stuff like this, right? And it's an event. And those events, basically, you can yeah. take super nice portraits of the people there. Oh, if you okay. bring a, if you have a small booth or something, mm. or you, you do the standard stuff like this party photography, but with very cool, interesting looking people. Mm -hmm. And on one point, <laughs> yeah. one of the women was coming to me and say, well, because I not just shoot, shoot the portraits for the portrait, of course, I say, hey, sorry, can I take a picture? And they say, oh, yes. Yeah. Or I have a booth, so the people come to me and ask, hey, can you take a picture? Mm. Okay, sure. Like, booth in terms of there's like two strobe lights or three strobe lights set it as a small, in a nice corner with a nice background, right? Mm. And that's the photo booth. People can come and get their pictures done and then later you send them very nice pictures mm. and they will be super happy. Mm. And... Um, Sometimes you just walk through the venue, through the party, and take some mood shots, some shots of the scenery, like the DJs playing, like people are dancing, like mm -hmm. people are talking on the bar. So this is a, those are the shots, the voyeuristic shots, where you're not telling the people you're taking pictures, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And like after a while, suddenly a girl tipped me on the shoulder, and I turned around, and she was like wearing a, um, she was topless. But she had like those nipple clamps, like like those uh, some some black <laughs> okay. some black tape over the nipples. Okay. And she was wearing a a, a g string, a black g string with some chains uh, roped around her legs down to the boots. So mm. her pants were actually just chains, and mm. she had also uh, over her eyes she had like some black thing, like looks like a, I don't know. I cannot describe it. Some, some, some curtain. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> curtain? You, you, okay. you could not see her eyes, you know, like very nice, uh, but strange headpiece. Oh, okay. So, and this woman said, ah, sorry, I think you just took a picture of me. And I said, uh, yes, I'm the event photographer here. Mm -hmm. She said, ah, yeah, but can you please delete it? I don't want people who, that, that maybe see my pictures on their, mm -hmm. uh, on, on this homepage from, from, from this event, mm -hmm. realize I'm here. And of course, I respect it. Of course, I delete it. But one question: hmm. Why are you coming to a fetish dress-up party <laughs> you when to you don't take. want to be seen? Everybody's here because everybody wants to be seen. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and she said, hey, "Come on, I give you five dollars, five hundred yen." I mm. said, "No, no, it's okay. I can delete it. Just please answer me that question." <laughs> and then she says, "Ah, you know, nobody at my office knows. But when they check this homepage, and I said, I interrupted. But when they." check this homepage they're also interested in it so when they see you are here maybe you get even new friends in your company but mm. okay i delete it no problem and yeah that that's it no, <laughs> so. this is a very fun <laughs> like yeah. situation yeah well yeah on, on, on the red carpet uh, on the oscar uh, mm. shows uh, sorry can you please delete the picture but you're the star of the movie yeah but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i just don't know to be seen in here okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, people have their, like, yeah, you cannot force people to, how can of course, I say, and, right? And if they want you to delete it, delete it. Yeah, it's, it's easier for everybody. It's like, yeah. come on, right? But yeah, this this was this was a fun story to to, to end this podcast. Honestly, <laughs> like this was perfect end. Yeah. Uh, let, let's, yeah, we're going to have another ep episode about sex sales, right? 
Yeah, anyway, really, this is like a topic. It's not which, sex sales, uh, sex sells, sells, sorry. Se se sex sells, but it, it's yeah. not the sex sells itself. Just, of course, people should be aware that yeah. still in 2020, mm -hmm. you have so much commercial, which is like yeah. really sexualized. Animes are really sexualized. Everything goes in a animes, very extreme. Animes is just, yeah, it's a horror. More and more extreme. And on one point, we should all ask ourselves, so is this really necessary? Do we really need this to buy a product or to make uh, bring some attention to something? And yeah. I mean, there's a, a fine line that... Uh, I mean, let, let, let's keep it for the next episode. Let's really, there's yeah. a fine line should be yeah. kept for the, for the yeah. next yeah. Uh, episode. Yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about it in the next episode. So anyways, uh, thank you everybody that uh, have joined us and uh, everybody that is listening. And thank you, Max, for doing this. This is, oi, oi. This is awesome. And uh, see you guys in the next episode. Peace.